Welcome back to The Hash, the world's medical-grade cannabis podcast now powered by Leafly.com. Use Leafly.com to order cannabis for dispensary pickup in select markets straight from your computer. I'm Max Savage Levinson. Thanks for listening. While pot and psychedelic music have gone hand-in-hand for decades, no band has done more to keep that music relevant and exciting than Animal Collective. Over the course of 10 studio albums in nearly two decades, the group has explored both trippy, disorienting soundscapes and gorgeous pop songwriting in equal measure. Beyond being some of the best music to listen to high, it turns out that cannabis is a major part of the group's songwriting process as well. Animal Collective's co-frontman Dave Portner, who performs as A.V. Tear, is currently on the road behind a new solo album, Cows on Hourglass Pond. You're listening to it right now. I met up with Portner backstage before his gig at Brooklyn's Market Hotel, a scrappy concert venue that adjoins an above-ground subway stop, to hear more about his long relationship with cannabis, his favorite strains, and how smoking impacts his writing process. Cannabis has been a part of his life since his high school days in suburban Maryland. I think I first smoked cannabis in eighth, gr- eighth grade, got instantly into it, and uh, smoked it a lot through high school. Wasn't uh, by any means uh, the greatest stuff you could get. It was kind of what you called it dirt weed, you know what I mean? It was brown and a lot of stems and seeds, and uh, yeah, we'd buy eighths. Yeah, I think I discovered in high school that... Uh, I had, I had, there was this connection between listening to music and uh, being able to delve deeper into it. When you say diving deeper, what does that mean for you? Noticing more subtleties about music and uh, just having like melodies and things like that have a different effect maybe on, on me than, than, it, than it might when I'm, you know, when I'm sober, you know. And this is not to say you have to smoke weed to, you know, cannabis to to uh, enjoy music or to get this stuff out of music, you know what I mean? I just found when I was in high school that, that yeah, it, it opened up these sort of doorways for me of, of thinking about um, thinking about music and yeah, just uh, uh, listening to music in a different way. Maybe no album made a bigger impression on him than the Beach Boys' Smiley Smile. One thing I always remember was Smiley Smile by the Beach Boys because I never really thought of the Beach Boys that way. Um, until I listened to that record, Stone, one day in high school, and on headphones in my bedroom, I think after school or something one day, and I was kind of just like, just they just became this really strange, bizarre band to me. And uh, I mean, I had never heard that record before, so I didn't know it had all of like the vocal stuff. A lot of the music that I listened to then, yeah, just, yeah, my, my perspective on it kind of changed. Portner remembers being knocked on his ass by the strength of the cannabis, and especially the edibles, that he encountered when he first moved to Los Angeles. Well, I'm a big edibles fan, um, and I've always had friends that have you know, made them, and people would sell them around New York. But getting to L.A. and uh, you know, delving into that scene kind of really messed me up <laughs> for a minute. It was hard to adjust to how strong everything was, you know? Um, 
but I, I it took me a while to learn my lesson, I think, because I, you know what I mean, I just delve, delve into it uh, a lot. I never really um, delved into amounts of, of you know, uh, THC and, and, and what, what, what was going on until I went to LA, and I actually discovered Leafly, you know, the, the website there, and uh, that was the first time I ever started, like, researching different kinds of, kinds of cannabis and that kind of thing. Thanks for the endorsement, man. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yeah, no problem. I asked Portner about the specific ways that cannabis affects his songwriting process. The majority of my cannabis smoking is involved with music writing and music playing. I don't, I'm not a social uh, smoker at all. I don't like being kind of in public spaces and smoking. And uh, it just kind of makes me more introverted. So, and I'm already introverted enough. Most of the time I smoke alone, um, just in my studio, you know, um, I smoke a lot with my girlfriend. Um, she's also a fan. <laughs> it can open up uh, melodies, definitely. I guess follow maybe like a, a more consistent train of thought sometimes or continue a melody uh, longer sometimes. Not to say I can't when I don't, you know, I write songs just completely sober a lot too. I mean, for me, it's like melodies just come to me in my head. Sometimes smoking actually kind of dulls that and just makes it like impossible to work. So it's really hit or miss, you know. These days, I like Tangerine Dream and Blue Dream are kind of like my, my go-to for, for and I, I stick with sativas. I generally don't smoke uh, indica at all. It just makes me too tired and I don't like, and maybe at the very, very end of the night if I want to fall asleep or, you know what I mean, and that's kind of thing, but otherwise, yeah, just doesn't really, that's not the kind of stone I like to be really. I like to be creative, be energetic, yeah. Cool. It kind of like breaks a lot of breaks a lot of notions of, of structure and sticking to, you know, 4-4 four, four rhythms and that kind of thing, and, and improvisation comes in a lot more. He's learned that cannabis only helps him in the studio, not on stage. I can't really smoke and go on stage. Um, it just tires me out too much, and it's bad for my, my voice and singing, and yeah, so... It's just uh, m more more likely than not I'm sober when I play these days. But uh, there there were times early on in our touring where I would, we smoked a lot on tour. Um, but yeah, these days it's kind of just like we play so long too that it just would. I, I just like to keep the energy going. I like to be very energetic when we play. And some of our some of our chiller stuff um, is more suitable to that, like Tangerine Reef that we just that we just put out. Animal Collective just put out. Um, I feel like that kind of thing would be more suitable to, to just writing together and playing stones, you know. Chatting with Portner was a great reminder that sometimes it's just too general to say that music goes well with weed. The way it affects making music can be just as nuanced as the music itself. Just take it from one of the greats. Can I trouble you for a high five? Yes. <laughs> That was Dave Portner, also known as A.V. Tear, of the iconic psych-pop group Animal Collective. To hear more of both Animal Collective and A.V. Tear's music, check out their Bandcamp pages or wherever you find your music. 
And be sure to tune in next week when Dennis Norris II, co-host of the incredible podcast Food for Thought, joins us for a journey through Portland's Sarah Dispensary to find the cannabis products that work best for them. I'm Max Savage-Levinson. Thanks for listening.